Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm speaking with Stephen Roof this morning. He's the professor and chair of the Arts Entrepreneurship Department from the Minneapolis College of Art and Design. Good morning, Stephen. Hey, Emily. Nice to hear from you today. Oh, it's so good to hear your voice. I love having you on the show. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, I thought we'd talk about, well, first of all, it's Lilac Week. This is the week of lilacs in Minnesota, and a a roommate of mine from the late 70s, early 80s was a poet named Roy McBride, and Roy McBride wrote a beautiful poem called Lilac Week, and I posted that on the Irrepressible Art uh, uh, Facebook page as well as on Instagram, so folks can go over there and relive the joy of Lilac Week, these spectacular 10 to 12 days that we have that are like none, none other. It's it's a wonderful thing. Now, Irrepressible Art, we had you on the morning show uh, several weeks back to talk about this project that you launched in the wake of the current situation. So tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. Irrepressible Art is a project to just give a platform and extend an invitation to artists and designers to express how they feel, to show us what they're seeing, to tell us what they're hearing in response to these very unusual times. So many of us, including artists and designers, are lost in in an unknown space, an unnavigable space. We don't know who we are, where we've been, where we're going, what's going on. And often artists, just in the act of seeing, feeling, and then expressing their lived experience can often guide us and ground us. And so irrepressible art is that opportunity just on Facebook and on Instagram. And a couple of artists I engaged with recently have um, submitted some things, and I wanted to share them with you. I would love that. So um, a current student at MCAN is in the Entrepreneurial Studies program is Tamar Patterson. And Tamar uh, talked about uh, how she, and I'm going to quote her here, Tamar writes, as a natural observer, I've been taking notes on things I've been seeing during my rare trips from home. Parts of my city have transformed into an unfamiliar landscape where closed signs decorate business windows and traffic is almost non-existent. Photographing these scenes has helped me to process this new normal and find ways to push my creativity. These snapshots provide glimpses of my current reality and the strange emptiness of spaces I'm so used to occupying. So tell me about her photos that she sent in. Well, it's interesting. She's she's uh, taken an approach that's diaristic, which means essentially using a diary approach, journalistic, if you will, and 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 experiencing the world, going to familiar places, a shopping mall, a the 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 the, the mall on on downtown Minneapolis, the Nicollet Mall. Uh, and other places like that, and taking photos of them that are fairly vacant, like barely occupied by people or various signs. And so she'll do is she'll um, overlap a photo of emptiness with a photo of a sign and then entitle it something. So one of her photos is uh, essential trips only, which is what we see on the buses now. Mm-hmm. And so it's like just documenting this time and then calling it out and helping us process that if we look at something in an art context, sometimes it helps us see it more objectively rather than on a lived experience. And when we're constantly getting these messages about 
isolate and hunker down and pull in at a time when we need to be, yes, physically distanced, but we need to be socially engaged. Mm -hmm. And art can sometimes help us bridge that gap. Yes. You also got some photos from another, uh, an MCAT alum, is that right? Yes, Kyle, Kyle Lieberman is from St. Cloud, Minnesota, and was a student at MCAD a number of years ago, also from the Arts Entrepreneurship Department. And he now lives in Brooklyn, New York. And I commissioned uh, Kyle. He graduated in 2015, 2016, something like that. And he's a very successful uh, photographer, commercial photographer, doing all kinds of work out there. But um, when the pandemic really started to rise up in New York, I thought, I'm going to reach out to Kyle and just see how he's doing. And I extended a commission to him and asked him to um, provide or, or, you know, take an assignment from us to just document life in New York to express. I gave him no parameters whatsoever. I didn't want anything specifically. I just wanted to invite him to go out into the world and to see it and to feel it and to understand it through his creative practice. And he wrote back, he sent in some beautiful photographs. And I'll read two excerpts from him. He did a couple of days of shooting. uh, And and as I read these, I'm sure that they'll become familiar to you. And the images, hopefully we'll be able to post them for sure on irrepressible art, but also try and get one or two of them up on uh, the KBEM site. Yes. Uh, So Kyle Lieberman writes of his first photograph, 8.16 a.m. 2020, Times Square. Once the most dense tourist destination in New York City now has more uniformed police officers populating the four block radius than civilians at every hour of the day. The second largest group of people in Times Square are other photographers documenting the space to show wide landscapes with no people gazing at the billboards and sitting on the stairs. I can't believe that that was the second largest group of people were photographers. That's astonishing. Yeah, it, it sounds so unusual to have a have a space that is literally the crossroads of America. Yeah. Empty. Right. Virtually empty. Right. And then he at 7 p.m., as you know, and this happens at many locations around the world and across the country in the U.S., um, but at 7 p.m. is when the celebration of the... Um, the first responders and the essential workers, especially hospital, fire, police, et cetera, are acknowledged and celebrated. And um, and so at 7 p.m. in New York is when that occurs, where people go to their doorsteps and their stoops and out on their fire escapes and they bang pots and pans and they sing songs and they clap their hands. And Kyle has a couple of photographs uh, reflecting that time, and he writes this about that time. 7 p.m., 2020. At 7 p.m. every day, the streets are filled with clapping, laughter, saxophones, bells, whistles, and bagpipes. The consonance that has is emanated from every stoop and window across all of New York City is startling. These people are showing their support for the essential workers, the mailmen, grocery store workers, and there is no doubt every worker in New York City can hear it and feel its strength. Yeah, so it's been really uh, exciting for me to sort of engage with artists who have felt a longing but a loss, just like we all do, and invite them to be able to express, have a platform to do that. And so they've been providing, um, you know, we'll we'll post their, their work up on irrepressible art.
And anybody else that's out there listening today, Emily, I just want to make sure that people know that uh, for artists or people in the gig economy or for musicians who have had gigs canceled or weddings or any, you know, any kind of work that, that they've done, there are a lot of different resources available. And I'd say that the first stop would be at the springboardforthearts.org um, website. Mm-hmm. Springboardforthearts.org is a St. Paul nonprofit organization put around for many, many years. And they have a, a, arts, a personal emergency relief fund, as well as additional resources for individuals and organizations. They even have a lot of links to resources on mental health and physical health and other basic needs. And so there's a lot, a lot out there for our creative community to be able to access. And I just want to make sure that people know that those resources are available. Springboard for the Arts does provide a lot of help for artists in many, many ways, including right now uh, during these times. So we'll make sure and uh, include links to that organization on our website. Stephen Roof from the Minneapolis College of Art and Design, professor and chair of the Arts Entrepreneurship Department. Anything else you'd like to say today? I'd say get out there and get creative and don't forget to convene uh, safely at a safe distance, but outside, get outside as much as possible and enjoy Roy McBride's Lilac Week poem. And the wonderful fragrance of the lilacs themselves. Stephen, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you.